the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Hope you guys had a phenomenal weekend and, and are ready to rock and roll into another week of saving our country. In fact, there's an enormously important election happening all the way across the country from here, but it has national implications and, and implications to the future of this country. And of course, we're talking about the Walker Warnock uh, runoff, which is tomorrow. Do or die day for the Senate. Let me tell you all, there's lots of of issues that will literally uh, it is make or I I don't think it's being hyperbolic to say that this one particular race is a make it or break it uh, for this country, because if we don't uh, keep and we're going to get into more details of this, but there are quite a few of agenda items that the Democrats uh, were not were not able to push through because of cinema and mansion, and they would only need to pick off one of them if Warnock wins tomorrow. And the agenda item that the Dem- items that the Democrats have to push through before the presidential election in 2024 are some of the most extreme that you can imagine for this country. So it's absolutely critical. And we're going to talk about that. Well, And in the course of talking about that, we've, we've got to continue the discussion about what's happening in this country with the collusion of big tech, the collusion of the FBI and the DOJ, all meant to control the outcome of the elections. And Donald J. Trump made some controversial comments on Truth Social. We're going to talk to you about that. Nevertheless, a, a, a Kevin McGreary is his name, says that Donald Trump is the only president that in 2024 who he's the right person to take on big tech and so you're going to hear from kevin mcgreary this hour and uh, those topics and more to share with you guys how did including how mitch mcconnell partnered with everybody's talking about twitter and big tech and collusion what did mitch mcconnell do that actually aided that and made it worse for us going forward and is and, and is enabling big tech and media uh, down the road to actually do more damage and seize control of our elections. Those topics and more tonight. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170 is our live call-in line. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K. Uh, all you got to do is Google Andrea K and the show will come up. And And you can email me at any time at com. com. I like to check out the emails during the show and I'll read some of those if I can. Joining me tonight with no technical difficulties like we launched the show on Friday night. Thank you to everybody who wrote in to me, by the way, concerned. Because I know y'all don't want to miss a minute of the Andrea K show. The man who keeps it rolling every night of the week is here with me, of course. And on this Monday, like all others, it's DJ Potato Skin. The state of Florida and our pension system, we have shares of... DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. 
I love it. They buy shares of me. That's absolutely awesome. By the way, if you're leaving a message on the comment line and you want it on air, keep it under 60 seconds. Anything over that <laughs> makes it really difficult for Andrea and I to play on the air. That's true. Uh, we listen to every comment that's left on the 24-hour comment line. But um, if so, if you're just calling and you want us to listen to it, that's, that's great. That's great. But uh, four minutes long is not something we're going to be able to play on air. So the 24-hour comment line, we'll give you that number out in a few minutes. But that's uh, for topic ideas, suggestions. But if there's anything you want us to share on air, uh, got to keep it to 60 seconds or below. Okay, so we were kind of torn between what is the number one topic that we should lead into tonight? Is it Walker Warnock? Is it the the latest that's happening in Twitter and the revelations happening there? Well, uh, my man Skins feels like Donald Trump's comments, which are related to the election interference in 2020, is what he felt was the number one topic. Uh, tonight, let me read you guys his comment. Uh, and and this was based upon the revelations that we went into Friday, which was uh, Elon Musk didn't hire, if you will, Matt Taibbi is not being paid to delve into the Twitter files, what's being called the Twitter files, and to release what went on in Twitter behind the scenes in order to control the flow of information and what we were allowed to find out. Matt Taibbi was not paid for that. He wasn't compensated for it. But in, but it absolutely proved, with any shadow of a doubt, Miranda Devine has come out and said that it didn't reveal enough. It didn't reveal enough about what the FBI's role was, and we're going to get into that in a moment. But there's absolutely no question that while Liz Cheney, the Jan 6 committee, and everybody else, that, that all the never-Trumpers who want to accuse Donald Trump of being the greatest threat to democracy, let it be known that even just the little bit that Matt Taibbi, Taibbi released on Friday proves the fascism that went on with the U.S. government controlling the outcome of elections by partnering with a private enterprise to stop you from knowing the truth. 17% of Biden voters say that if they had known about the Hunter Biden laptop story, they would have not voted for Joe Biden. So even if you don't believe all the other proven evidence of what took place in 2020 in terms of things like the Wisconsin Election Commission um, breaking the law as a court found with the mail-in ballots and everything that they did there, whether you if you don't understand how the law was broken in Arizona and the audit revealed that 40,000 far beyond the margin of error illegal ballots gave that state to Joe Biden, even if you don't understand how the Pennsylvania Supreme Court broke the law there in rewriting election laws to make it favorable for Joe Biden. This alone should make you understand how that system was rigged against Donald J. Trump. So I don't blame him for saying, what is the remedy here? There should be a remedy. And this is what he had to say, and I want to get your feedback on this. It's be- He's being accused of wanting to, uh, calling for suspending the Constitution. Here is what he said. Do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner? Or do you have a new election? A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution, Trump wrote in a post on uh, Truth Social. And he accused Big Tech of working closely with the Democrats. He went on to say, our great founders did not want it would not condone false and fraudulent elections in hearing that skins do you think that he was calling for a quote suspension of the constitution no i think he's trying to make a point i think he was making a point i think he was posing a question he obviously was posing a question i think he He wasn't being literal he was trying to start a dialogue what do we do there's no question at this point that the system was rigged against him 
No question whatsoever. And anybody defending this, anybody poo-pooing what Twitter put out is just happy that the system was rigged to stop Trump. But it should really, it, it, it should really shock and disturb every American who actually believed in what this country was founded on and actually believes in elections. Even if you're a Democrat, you should be like, no, this isn't the way things should go, because if it could happen to a Democrat, it could happen to uh, if it could happen to a Democrat, it could happen to a Republican. But one of the things the Democrats can probably uh, rest easy it with is that it never happens for Republicans, does it, Skins? Nope. No. And if the Democrats are allowed to get away with this over and over and over again, like in in the state of Arizona, in fact, in what happened with Arizona, which I believe officially certified the election results today in which it was rigged against uh, Carrie Lake and rigged against Abe Hamaday there, that that if they can continue to get away with it, eventually uh, the Democrats are right. They'd never have to fear that that it's going to happen to them in terms of elections being stolen for Republicans. But what will happen is we will have a permanent Democrat-run United States of America. We actually had a constitutional remedy. We didn't need to suspend the Constitution. We actually had a constitutional Just call remedy. Just somebody to do his job. Yeah. And, and, and actually, the remedy that the Democrats themselves have tried to use over the years, which is um, in order to stop the counting of electoral votes, you have one senator and one congressperson for that state that's in con- that's being contested to stand together and say, we are calling to have those electorals not be counted at this point. And isn't it interesting that at the point in which that was taking place, which the Democrats have actually exercised that constitutional provision many times, it just didn't They just didn't have enough people to go for it. In fact, Jamie Raskin, who's the head of the Jan 6 committee himself in 2016, tried to exercise that provision. So we don't we didn't need and we didn't need to suspend the Constitution. I don't think that's a solution. Trump is backing off of it now and saying that's not what he meant. And of course, there was context to this. Other people are saying today, well, what's wrong with him saying that? The Constitution is not, it has already been shredded. The Constitution is not being followed. The Constitution is, has been so hijacked and so, and, and so tr- tr- trampled at this point that maybe it is time to look outside the Constitution. What do you guys think? 888-344-1170. But if we stop looking, if we do that, Andrea, doesn't that make us cease to be the country that we are? Right. I, um, I, I don't think that there's any, uh, um, he says in this quote, termination um, of, of all rules, regulations, and articles. That is not the solution. The solution is actually for the Republican Party. The solution was easy, actually, even past 2020. The Republican Party... Could have followed the Constitution and in 2020 actually took steps uh, at the local level, at the state level, across this country, at the RNC level to ensure we had election integrity across the board. They were Republican controlled. Every one of the contested states, Skins, had a con- Republican controlled state legislature. So what what we need is we we don't need to to abandon the constitution what we need is we need a republican party that's and, and what does the constitution say it says that our states are are to be dealt with at the local level what we needed at the local level in arizona after what happened in 2020 was we needed the republican people in charge there to do their jobs and they didn't 
What are we going to do, abandon the Constitution all across this country? No. What we need is to get rid of the Republicans that are in charge all across this country. And that can't happen uh, with the current level of apathy. The problem is in the Constitution for me, Skins. Tomorrow's this, this Georgia runoff. Scott Pressler is down there. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who Scott Pressler is. He is one of the most active Republicans who's done more to help this party, more to help save this country than anybody at the uh, at the RNC level. He has single handedly gone all across this country and registered. I don't know. He has flipped entire districts from blue to red with his voter registration drive. And he took to the streets in Georgia and posted today how incredibly disappointed. I'm going to get into uh, the runoff later, but I just want to point out right now that the solution is within us. There's no need to to get rid of the Constitution. The solution is within us. And he is down walking in the rain, going door to door, saying, where is everybody in Georgia? Where is everybody in Georgia? This is an, the most consequential Senate runoff. Far even more consequential than January of 2021. And he said today he was incredibly disappointed in the level of activity in Georgia. So the issue is not the Constitution. It's not the law of the land. The issue is the Republican Party, the leadership that's not doing their part, and quite frankly, the apathy on the part of those of us that are not out there hustling, not out there making it happen. And you and I have been talking about that until our ears just fall off, Andrea, that they're not they're not conveying the message that need to be conveyed. So why should the voter base be energized? Right. We knew that Twitter and Facebook suppressed the Washington, the uh, the um, New York Post, Miranda Devine's article going into uh, into the election in 2020. And even after that, the Republican Party still refused to remove 230 protections for big tech. And now we're going to take a break. And now on the heels of this revelation, what did Mitch McConnell do? He piled on to make it even worse for us in terms of having a free flow of information for the American people instead of the propagandist in big tech and in the legacy media controlling the information we're allowed to, uh, we're allowed to have. We're going to share that with you when we come back from the break. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, FM 96.1 and streaming all over the world. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show on this Monday. Before the break, we were talking about Trump's comments about the Constitution being suspended. Um, I think that's completely taken out of context. But he has, he has a right to be saying, you know, what do we do? I mean, we, it's, it's proven that we have had the, uh, the forces of the deep state. And, and, and I don't want to quibble over whether or not deep state is the right terminology for the fact. I mean, yeah, it, does it really matter whether we're, you know, whether uh, we call, want. call it whatever you want. The bottom line is the U.S. government is so corrupt and it's been exposed as being incredibly corrupt that while they are going out there calling Americans to question the outcome of an election, domestic violence extremist, and throwing them in the gulag. Think about this. We literally have Americans that were thrown in jail and denied bail because they questioned the outcome of an election, and we have proof that it was rigged, right? This is the real threat to democracy. So give Trump some, cut him some slack, okay? If he's saying, hey, what the huh? What do we do here? Elon Musk himself said, that Twitter was acting as an arm of the DNC. Clip one. We're just going to put all the information out there 
try to get a clean slate to provide the most truthful, accurate, and timely uh, information to the people. Twitter was acting like an arm of the Democratic National Committee. It was absurd. I think there will be more smoking guns because the obvious next question is, well, what happened after the election? Well, of course, there should be more smoking guns. It's not even just about after the election, but also, uh, yeah, after the election of 2020 um, or even before. You know, one thing that hasn't been written when side note, I'm not going to go off into this because I want to get into Miranda Devine and what Mitch McConnell did with this uh, JCPA thing. But um, what about when when are they going to release all the information about uh, controlling us through uh, the disinformation campaign that was brought to us by Fauci and Burks and the the rest of them with COVID, right, Skins? When are they when when are they gonna bring that to us? If you're talking it, you gotta press a button. Oh, I didn't know you were actually calling for the clip. No, I was I was asking you a question in terms of, you know, yeah, I mean Twitter, yeah, they were acting as the arm of the DNC, but they also which was acting in co- coordination with the CDC and the NIH and the NIAID. This is not even just about the Hunter Biden laptop story. No, it's about disinformation overall. Yes, it's that while they're suppressing our speech and telling us that we're conspiracy theorists. and oh, they, they only let the information out that fits their narrative. Exactly. And so we've got the goods now. We can see Miranda Devine thinks that he didn't go far enough and there's still a lot of information. In fact, I wouldn't have hired Matt Taibbi. He's not exactly who I would have put on this. I would have put somebody. Why didn't he put Miranda Devine on it? Right. If you're going to have somebody dig into what Twitter did over the Hunter Biden laptop story, why not have that be dug into by the woman who actually was the investigative reporter who actually brought, broke the news story? But OK, he brings in Matt Taibbi. What about all the ways in which Twitter coordinated with the, the Biden administration and before the Biden administration, even during the Trump administration, coordinating with Fauci and the CDC and the NIH to destroy our lives and to control us with the lies that that they were putting forth about COVID, about the shots, about masks, and about everything else. There's still a whole lot we don't have left from Twitter. Here's what, uh, regarding the Twitter situation, here's what Miranda Devine said today uh, that was missing from these Twitter, uh, the Twitter files that came out over the weekend, clip two. Well, I think what Elon Musk failed to deliver was the crucial bit about the censorship, which was that it was pre-ordered by the FBI. At the, that point um, in the weeks before the 2020 election, uh, the FBI was uh, meeting with these big tech companies, with Google, Apple, Twitter um, and Facebook on a weekly basis. And it was uh, talking to them about disinformation. Now, specifically. Yeah. This So we, we got all kinds of information that had to do with things like celebrities, you know, wanting to, you know, coordinating with the White House or the Biden administration, wanting people to be canceled and the Biden administration saying handled. Um, but but they did not release some of the information that she talks about here, um, which is how um, they specifically. Uh, they how how they specifically weeks and weeks um, before the election uh, started going to uh, Twitter and Facebook. Let me let me rewind just a little bit. Who remembers back in 2016 the lie that it was Russia who hacked into the to the DNC servers and released all the emails related to John Podesta and Hillary Clinton? That was part of the Russian collusion uh, hoax 
right? And at no point were the DNC servers and the FBI actually in the intelligence community, quote, intelligence community actually picked up that narrative and continued to use it as part of the Russian hoax, the Russian collusion hoax, in spite of the fact that the that nobody, nobody within the FBI, nobody within the Department of Justice, nobody within the intelligence community ever looked at a DNC, DNC server and ever corroborated the claims that was made by CrowdStrike, even though CrowdStrike in the past, who made those claims on behalf of the DNC, had already in the past falsely accused Russia. Russia of hacking into servers in the past. And it is on the basis of that false story that people continue to push out that Russia hacked into the DNC servers and Russia tried to influence the outcome of the elections that gave the FBI the chutzpah, the, 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 the um, ability, not the ability, but on that basis, they, what they did, according to Miranda Devine, which was not released in the Twitter files, is they go to Twitter and Facebook going into October of 2020 after they had had the laptop for a year and said, look, we got a hack and leak situation going on here. Remember the Russian hack and leak? Remember when Russia hacked into the DNC? Well, we're worried that that might happen again, in particular related to the Hunter Biden laptop story. So one of the things that she's she's saying that Elon Musk and Matt Taibbi did was they washed over that. They washed over all the actions that the FBI d- took in order to control this story, to suppress it from the American people. Where's the investigation into that? There's your threat to democracy. The top, quote, law enforcement agency of the land going to big tech in order to control the outcome of an election. Tom DeBacaro talked about this on, on the show. He wrote an article, actually, for Fox News, that basically the FBI, even before these revelations, because quite frankly, haven't we already known this, Skins? Is this really anything new? What we've got now is we've got the proof that, no, we're not conspiracy theorists. What we've been saying all along is true, that the FBI and the intelligence community and the Department of Justice is acting and operating as the controlling force behind our elections and picking and choosing who is going to be president of the United States. That's the greatest threat to our country, to our republic. And I didn't have a chance to uh, get into the, the, uh, I will, um, after our next guest, I will get into what Mitch McConnell did uh, in order to enable more of this by... um, Mitch has got to go. Yeah, by working with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer to include the uh, journalism, quote, Journalism Competition Preservation Act um, as part of the NDAA bill. Uh, But we're going to have to take a break on that because when we come back, we've got a special guest with us who's Kevin McGreary, and he's actually going to be here to make the case for why Trump is the only person to push back and to fight and defeat the deep state uh, as president. So stay tuned for that. This is The Andrea Kay Show. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I'm laughing because I looked up during the break and I see Lisa Bloom. Who remembers who Lisa Bloom is? Do you remember who she is, Skins? You don't know. Gloria Allred's daughter. She's doing a press conference a la her mama holding up a sink saying uh, cuz remember when um when Elon Musk came into Twitter carrying a carrying a sink? 
And she's holding up a sink saying she's representing former Twitter employees who filed claims. I mean, good grief. Go chase an ambulance, lady. Um, Quickly going to read an email from a listener who says, Happy Monday. Prayers for Herschel Walker. Indeed. Prayers for this country. We need that Senate race. So we need that Senate win. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. And maybe even with our guest here, Kevin (coughs) (coughs) McGarry. He's co-founder of Every Black Life Matters, chairman of Frederick Douglass Foundation of California. Um, been in IT for like 35 years and um, he is not what uh, the left wants to see from an African American because he is anti-Marxism he is for every black life mattering and he actually says that um, President Trump is our only choice to fight the deep state and the globalist and he joins me now hi Kevin McGarry thank you for being here on the Andrea K show Oh, Miss Andrea, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I just feel like um, I could just I I feel like I need to put you through a round robin. okay, uh, of topics here, because I just you haven't been on before. And I just love everything about what you're about and your background. Let's start with these Twitter revelations that have come out with the Twitter files, basically confirming what we've known, that uh, big tech Twitter uh, colluded with the FBI or the the FBI put the um, pressure on uh, on Twitter and Facebook to hide the Hunter Biden laptop story. And the election was rigged in 2020. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this is where if we actually had and accountable F- FBI and CIA and, and NSA and DNI and mm-hmm. Attorney General. We actually have uh, some folks being uh, perp walked by now. But, you know, yeah. we are where we are. We have a tyrannous, uh, a tyrannous uh, government and a tyrannous uh, president and administration right now. And, and therefore, it almost seems like everything and anything that they do is fair game. And they're, they're just, uh, you know, applauding each other and patting each other on the back and whooping it up at the expense of the American people. It's terrible what we're seeing right now. Right. Uh, Jack Posobiec tweeted out that they broke every law in the book, the FBI and the DOJ. No, they, no he said they broke every um, rule in the book. And I, and I said, no, they broke every law in the book. This is literally electioneering. This is controlling the outcome of our elections. This is what's the greatest threat to our republic. And it's not uh, the, the Jan 6 people that were thrown into the gulag for questioning the outcome of the elections. It was not Donald Trump who, uh, who who held a peaceful rally and actually called for people to uh, march to uh, Congress peacefully since he came down, since since he first marched down the escalators in 2015, he was the threat to the uniparty system and they've done everything that they could in collusion with the uh, the DNI, all all the different, I think there's what, 17 uh, intelligence communities and 17 law enforcement agencies and they've all been coordinated the Uniparty has to try to stop Donald Trump because what they really wanted to stop was uh, and to suppress was the 75 million voters who actually want this this country to operate the way it was founded. You have asserted that Donald Trump and and they successfully managed to cut him off at the knees as much as they could in stopping his agenda from being implemented during his administration and they successfully pushed him out. In January, I uh, uh, you're the first person that I've seen besides me who said that I think if for no other reason that Donald Trump should get the nominee and become president is that he's probably the only person who can fight the deep state. And my reason for saying that, and I want to hear yours, is because unless you've been on the receiving end of it, I don't think you can appreciate 
what it means and why this is such a why this is the number one issue that we've got to defeat. Your thoughts? Absolutely. You you hit the nail on the head, Andrea. And here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay. What I tell everybody is, look, uh, I love Ron DeSantis. I love what he's done as a as a governor of Florida. Uh, I love what's happening to the citizens of Florida that are actually, you know, one of the few states in, the, in America now uh, able to experience a, a free state. I mean, but but fundamentally, he has not undergone the scrutiny, the, you know, he has not been put under the screws of our three-letter mm-hmm. agencies, multiple three-letter agencies for the past six years. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, he's a deficit. When he go, if, if we were to switch and say, yes, DeSantis deserves our vote. Here's, here's what we're saying. We're saying we really don't care about the globalists and the, uh, you know, and the deep state as they continue to operate while any other president gets in office, and especially DeSantis. Take them at least two to three years to figure out who's who, what's what, and where to go and how mm-hmm. to influence globally what's happening. So, and, and that's what they're counting on. If you, want, yep. if you, if you take a look at all of the people that are calling for DeSantis are all, uh, you know, a lot of them are made up of conservatives, yes, but the majority are actually made up of, of rhinos, deep satyrs, uh, you know, a globalist. Everybody wants DeSantis because they know that by the time he figures out what's what and who's who, which takes two, another two or so years, mm-hmm. they will be so far along with the yep. Great Reset, it'll be too late to do anything about it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, so, so the only person that can derail that is a person that's actually been fed upon by all of these entities. He knows exactly where they are. He knows exactly which ones need to be defunded and totally reconstructed. He knows who needs to go where. He knows globally how to impact, continue to impact the, the child diddling and the, the whole, all the stuff that's going on with that. I mean, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. But he knows now because he's been impacted by these agencies and he knows the games that they play and he knows why they're trying to stop him. They're trying to stop him because he is the one person who went in there like a wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. And he started to do a lot of things that would, that were providing liberty, not only back to us, but liberty back to those, 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 those people who have been sex trafficked, those people who have been tra- child trafficked, those people around the globe. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so because of that, he's really impacted, uh, you know, their games that they've been playing for decades. And uh, and they need to stop them at all costs. So so the best way to do that is to look for a distracting person and say, look, this is really our guy. Go all in with that person, hoping that the American people would be hoodwinked and bamboozled to do that. And then that person gets two to three to four years to figure out what's what. By that time, reset is, you know, you, you see what happened over the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Joe Biden, uh, you know, who had, who had already signed executive order 14067 earlier this year, uh, which which basically you know puts the U.S. on the path to digital currency. We had four major banks who have almost finished their com- completely finished their testing for the uh, digital currency in America. Mm. And, uh, so over the yeah over the Thanksgiving holiday that was done, and they they reported back to our government. Hey, you know yeah we you know it looks like looks good looks like we can handle this. We'll put the infrastructure in place and everything else. And so so now we know that all they need is time. And that is one thing we cannot give these people. We have to give them our wrecking ball again. We right. can go in there and completely begin to dismantle 
what uh, what's been hoisted upon us the past several years. Well, we're talking to uh, Kevin McGarry of Every Black Lives Matter. He's co-founder of Every Black Life Matters, uh, chairman of Frederick Douglass Foundation of California, 35 years in IT. Well, let me ask you this, because... <clears throat> One of the one of the questions conservative ha- conservatives have, and they feel like DeSantis uh, has has better creds on, is the fact that when you talk about digital currency, and you, you you have to think in the Great Reset, you have to understand that what COVID and these shots were about was 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 a way to usher us into uh, the technocracy movement, where everybody had to live. It would usher us into this digital footprint, right? Where our whole identity is now uh, digital. That includes a digital currency. Yep. It includes this digital vaccine passport, uh, social yep. credit scores, um, the, uh, and that you're not going to be able to get your groceries, do anything until you show your digital footprint, show that you're up to date on your shots right. and the digital currency. But Trump, a lot of people are concerned because DeSantis is coming out and saying, we need answers. Uh, these MR- They lied to us about these mRNA shots uh they're doing damage trump is still trump is still um the the one thing that i'm concerned about is he's still defending these shots and that's these shots are a huge part of the great reset and the digital uh technocracy are they not yes they are in the, in the sense that they were a proof of concept they really showed how quickly we could uh you know basically wink all of america and or right. over one majority of america i wouldn't say all because people like you and me, you know, no way I'm, I'm going to take the jab. Right. But anyway, uh, but there's a lot of people, you know, 80 plus 90 percent almost, but that, but that have. And so here's the here's the issue. It, it was a proof of concept. Now, uh, Trump is just, you know, he's always a man that is uh, going, you know, he's egotistical and all of that. We know his, his, his issues, but but he, you know, he, he is proud of that, of that signature accomplishment. Now, here's the thing. Here we are. It did help mitigate a lot of deaths of those who had comorbidities and elderly. So it, it really did help in that regard. But for healthy people, it absolutely didn't help. Now, here's the other thing that we forget. We always say Trump is, is defending the shot. But here's the other thing. Trump said ivermectin, uh, H, 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 H2L. And, and so he was, he was all in for all of the above. And he was anti-mandate. He was, and he's been anti-mandate from, from, so I, so I think on balance, uh, the only reason why I'm bringing it up is that these are, these are some of the concerns conservatives have that has them jumping to DeSantis. And we, and Trump doesn't do himself any favors, but I, I, let me say this. I was asked this weekend, well, what do you think about, uh, I'm one of the few people that thinks that Trump should be primaried because I think it's in Trump's best interest because I think it will give Trump an opportunity to address concerns like that. Right. Give him an opportunity yeah, sure, sure. to address mistakes that he made, because it, 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 he is the person who could go back in there quickly and route out the deep state and start holding people accountable yeah. because he knows where all the where all the weasels are and he knows how to get things done. And that includes the the Republican rhinos that are against him. Um, and I think that if he's primaried by a DeSantis or by anybody else, it gives him an opportunity to address that and continue to convince the MAGA supporters to not leave him, um, but to put him back. 
back in there. So that's why I always like to raise these questions, these concerns that people have, because they're not going to go away by them being ignored. Right. And um, I don't right. know. Um, uh, let me let me ask you this. I've got about 30 seconds left with you. I was going to go around Robin. I don't think it can be, can be overstated this Walker Warnock. Um, race down in Georgia. Oh. If we stay 50-50, then the Democrats, there's a firewall called Kirsten Cinema and Mansion that will protect us from the most extreme vision of the Democrats. But if we don't stay 50-50, yeah. they only need to pick off one and that won't be hard. And we're looking at some really crazy Democrat stuff uh, being forced upon us. How do you see this race playing out tomorrow? It's absolutely vital, um, but I, I don't have any confidence, uh, just like I didn't have any confidence in Arizona and Nevada. I don't have any confidence in Georgia. I know they made some changes, but I have no confidence when it comes to these types of very, very important uh, you know, elections. So I think that we're going to see the shenanigans. I think that Herschel actually won, won it outright, 50-plus, but, you know, you know what happens there. Um, so, it, you know, I'm just praying. Uh, that that he that Herschel actually gets through this, but uh, I have no doubt that there's going to be shenanigans and they're pulling out all the stops and uh, we have to pray this one through. Uh, but yeah, they do want to go ahead and stack the Supreme Court and they want to do some very very radical things that's going to continue to erode our our liberties and freedom here in America. I mean, the tyranny we're we're, we're off the charts as far as tyranny is concerned. Yeah. I agree with Trump when he when he said this that we we passed socialism and we passed. Marxism, we are actually more definitive of a communistic type uh, mm-hmm. type of a country at, the, at just at this particular moment. I well, mean, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not systemic yet, but it's it's definitely in the the leadership. They they've got us. Uh, you know, on par with with China in a lot of ways. Absolutely. I mean, you look at control the message and you control minds, control minds, you can control the outcome of the elections. I mean, you you look at what's going on with our media and Twitter and how they and how they control the flow of information, including canceling people and the and and on. I mean, it it can't be compared to anything but communism. I'm so glad you came on tonight. We'll have to have you back because I really like everything that you're about. Tell everybody quickly how they can uh, see you and hear you and learn more about you. Great. Go to go to our website, everyblm.com, everyblm.com. And please also, if you really want to figure out how to how to mitigate the, the wokesters, the, the, the current woke movement that we're in, I wrote a book called Woked Up, Finally Putting an Axe to the Taproot of White Supremacy and Racism in America. Uh, and that is in Amazon. So if you just typed in Woked Up, W-O-K-E-D Up and McGarry, M-C-G-A-R-Y, you get that book, and that is everything you know you need to know about how to uh, survive this time and actually, uh, you know, fight back, you know, and combat the wokesters. Well, I love that. I, I need to get me a copy, Kevin McGarry, so I can oh, read you it. You need to get it. It, it, is, it is incredible. It has highly acclaimed, a lot of accolades, all fives on, on Amazon. I mean, it's, it's hot. It's been out for about 60 days now. And it is it is really, really a good book, not because I wrote it, but it's just everything <laughs> you need to know about where all this stuff comes from. And uh, th- this gives you all the ammunition to, to, to really fight and help compel your woke friends to that. You know, really what they're embracing is white supremacy and racism. So, so, yeah. so I hope you understand this. Wolfsters are actually the ones. Yes. 
literally by definition, this is not ad hominem for ad hominem. This is by definition, but you need to be able to show them and tell them and, and articulate. So everything's footnoted, everything, private letters and everything shows you everything about how this stuff is connected. If you're woke, literally, you are a white supremacist racist. You can't get around it unless you denounce being woke. Absolutely. Wokedup.com. Is that, uh, no, Woked Up is no, the book. Woked up, uh, woke up, just go and get that on Amazon and everyblm.com, everyblm.com. Find out more information about me, the book, speaking engagements, and everything else. Well, Kevin McGarry, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Take good care. All right. right. Now, coming back, we are going to talk a little bit more about uh, this Warnock and Walker race, as well as the, the way that Mitch McConnell threw us all under the bus with the Journalism Protection Act. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, so before the break, we were talking to Kevin McGarry about uh, Trump being the, the one person that can take on the deep state. He can't do it alone. We need we need leadership at all levels of the Republican Party and not just talking about Senate majority leader or Senate minority leader or Speaker of the House or minority leader in the House. I'm also talking about the head of the RNC. We're talking about Ronna McDaniel, who raised $400 million, supposedly to, quote, stop the steal in November 2020, and didn't spend any of it. And then when we had the Georgia runoff in January of 2021, she and the rest of her little RNC cronies were on vacation and didn't do anything. Is Ronna McDaniel on the ground in Georgia right now? Where is she? Any, any, um, uh, where was she to try to fight and prevent the uh, race from being stolen from Cary Lake in Arizona when the dude in charge of, of the election in, in one aspect, uh, one of the people in charge of one of the aspects of the election actually started. It was a Republican who started a pack in Arizona specifically designed to stop Cary Lake from winning. We have got to have new leadership in this country. There should be no reason that it should even be close for Walker in Georgia right now. Why did we not have the enormous red wave, it wasn't Trump's fault before they even really started counting votes. The RNC came out, as well as the leadership came out and blamed Trump for it. The Republican Party has been failing us. Well, today, Harmeet Dillon, who's been on the show many times in the past, uh, has said, she actually announced on Tucker's show tonight, she said this, I'm going to announce tonight that actually I'm going to run for RNC chair, and the reason is that To play off a famous catchphrase, she said, Republicans are tired of losing, and I think that we need to radically reshape our leadership in order to win. We can't keep running elections like we did in the 90s and 2000s. Thank goodness she said it. And by the way, if you've got Newt Gingrich coming on your show, knock it off. Charlie Kirk. I love Charlie Kirk, but it's like I'm tired. We've not only got to stop running our elections like it's the 90s and the 2000s, but get rid of anybody who was a pundit and person uh, in office at that point and anybody who is basing their commentary from their time in office at that point. We really have to modernize to compete with the Democrats dollar for dollar in in the ways they fundraise, she says, the ways they deliver their ballots to the ballot boxes. Our messaging needs to be fresh and positive and not just reactive to news cycles and what the Democrats are doing. And I think that the party needs to realize that the party has become a populist party. The base of the party demands populist messages that speak to them. That's right. I'm sick and dang tired of hearing nothing from the Republicans but taxation and regulation. 
They don't want to deal with the issues that are happening in this country, like the drag queen story hour crap and the transing of youth. We're going to talk about some of that on the way back uh, from the break. I also know that Mike Lindell has said he has announced he's going to run for RNC chair. I don't think he has much of a chance, but Harmeet does. See you guys after the break for hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 